going on, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Sergi Sente, and today's a special day. It's a really special day. It's a special episode because it is episode 300. 300 episodes here of The Fight Podcast, and you know what I'm going to do for that? We're going to bring a lot of friends on today. We're going to bring some people that have been here with us from the very beginning, and who better to start this show off with who 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 is more deserving to starting this show off than the first lady of the fight podcast the person has been here with me since the very beginning the producer on the show that's the producer on the track i am talking none other than the first lady of the fight podcast my love natasha forzania baby Welcome to the Fight Podcast. Your first appearance hey. on the Fight Podcast. I know. It just took 300 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally happy being behind the scenes. And like, this is just so amazing. And you really put in the work and the reps to hit 300 episodes. And I'm so proud of you. And it's been a journey. And it's been like, actually very fun and rewarding. So I'm proud of you. I appreciate you, baby. Well, look, I, I'm shoot. I'm proud of you. you. You're just as much of a part of this show as I am. Um, you're the producer. For those who do not know, you're the one that does all the graphics for the fight podcast. You're the one who helps out all the social media stuff. Like that's Tosh. That's producer like, Tosh. What you see right now, you know, say all that. <laughs> that this up here, that's up down there. That that that's all Tosh. Okay, so I, I don't have that that skill. I'm just the talent here, guys. Uh, but. Look, I wanted to have you on today just just to celebrate 300 episodes because this hasn't just been a, a show that's been about fights. We've talked about everything, freaking social justice and, you know what I'm saying, we just, just a lot of fun having you on here doing this. What has for you, and I'm just asking you, just what has the last few years doing this show been like for you and how, like, just the development of it? How What have you seen the growth be like in the last few years? Oh, well, I would say personally, it really has helped me like grow as an artist in a way because it has given me the artistic freedom to kind of explore my voice within graphic design and kind of like bring the energy that you bring to it, like bring it to life. Like you truly are the inspiration for all of the graphics that I do. And you're the engine to this whole thing. So it's been great collaborating with you and just like being able to play a little bit because the the stakes are pretty low because it's our baby. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, it's, definitely rewarding in that way just to have that artistic freedom and like we know we don't report to anyone but me and you so um it's been really nice yeah and no. I think to see you grow too because like my background I'm an actor so I'm really familiar with on-camera works and just um all the like, stuff that you do with that yeah, like, I can't yeah even... it's so it, it's so much <laughs> like, you know and, and I, I, yeah so, so for me, seeing you as like talent, as to see you as like the talent and how you've grown and how you've really polished up your skill set and how you've just become this like fearless, like really professional level, high, high level um, media personality has been really, really beautiful to see. And that's why like I kind of just don't get in don't get in the way of whatever you want to do with this, you know, because you really have like your you're you just shine through so strongly and that's been beautiful 
Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. It's funny because for those listening, when I do mess up or I do repeat, like I used to have a really bad habit of saying man. Tosh would jumps all over me when I'm doing those things. She makes sure. She may, and I'm telling you, every time I I catch myself about to say it, oh, I just think about Tosh in the back of my head telling me, hey, you know, so, but it's been a great partnership with this and being able to kind of create this together and, and bounce ideas off you. And the cool thing is, even though you haven't been, like I said, the biggest of combat sports fans out there, but you have, you know, grown with the sport, you understand. It's funny, yo, Tosh doesn't watch it all the time, but she knows <laughs> Exactly what's going on at all times. And even to the point, UFC 264 that happened this past weekend, guess who was watching the main event right there with me? First Lady of Fire Podcast. Watching it. Watching right when Connor snapped his joint. Tosh was sitting there diving off to the side. Ah, no. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's very unfortunate that, like, I don't... um, Mess with violence like that, you know what I'm saying? But I support, <laughs> I support what you want to do, which I think is really important. And I think that's like really important for just couples that end up working together. Like you don't have to be like, I don't have to be obsessed with the MMA to still be able to help you cultivate like a career behind it. Um, but I do feel like I know a lot about what's going on just because, you know, like, Sometimes you'll be like, hey, can I just vent about this real quick? And you just go through the whole thing and I hear the whole story and like get kind of all sides. And then I ask the questions that need to be asked. And like, you know, so like I entertain you with it, but definitely not a huge fan myself. (laughs) No, look, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate that you have always given me the freedom to go out here and consume as much combat sports content as I do because I'm sure because I know some you know partners aren't when their partner is watching a sport of some sort or something all the time it can be a, a bit much it can even be a bit overwhelming but you have been so supportive the, yeah. the whole time all 300 episodes you know you you do you're good yeah, you know no, you let no, me do I what know. i do yeah I'm just saying, like but you're also like a weirdo like people don't understand like they probably <laughs> think that you want to have like the fights are on and you want to have like a fight night. And that's like the only thing you're focusing on. Like, absolutely not. You'll literally be watching fights on your cell phone and we'll be watching a movie or something. (laughs) So like, it's not that invasive. Like, I feel like people who have like boyfriends that are obsessed with football, it's like takes over their house and the TV and all of that. But like, you're pretty good with like finding that balance. So thank you for that as well. (laughs) I I do appreciate it. Well, let me, let me ask you this because you were one of the reasons why we, we, we ended up starting the show because literally we're, we're actually coming up on four years now, which is really crazy to say it out loud, but almost four years into the show, we've been doing this. And you were the one that really told me when we first started dating way back when, Hey dude, if you could ever figure out how to make money talking about fights or doing something with fights, you, you'll take off. See, what is it that you saw then <laughs> that, that you knew that we can make this happen? Um, I think that's your destiny. <laughs> like I'm like pretty into the woo woo. So like, when you find the thing that you have an endless amount of energy towards, 
it probably has a really strong destiny connection with you. And like, I knew I met you through the combat sports space in general, like you were a combat trainer for a project of TV show that we were working on that didn't happen, but our love happened. So it was right. The stars were aligned in that way. But so for me, I've only known you as someone who's been extremely passionate about combat sports. So Mm -hmm. it felt like, you know, I saw you working on all these other things when we first started dating, but it felt like, yo, like, why are you even wasting your time? Like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Just like figure out what, what your place is in this industry. And you, you're an encyclopedia. You are. So We're working you have on so it. much knowledge. <laughs> no, you really know so much. And like, this is how your brain works. Like you, like you have such high emotional connections to every single fight that you see that you are able to remember so many specifics and it's impressive. So like to see how that was just such a natural thing for you felt like this was like a big part of what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life because you're so passionate about it. You have so much fun dealing with anything that has to do with it. And it's just like, you have this endless well of energy. And I think that's what it's all about is like finding the thing that provides the endless well of like passionate energy and just monetize that. Why work for someone else? Let them know, let them know. Um, Well, look, I, it, it has been, this journey has been great. It's been amazing to do it with you. And that's really why I wanted you just to come on at least for a minute, because again, she's the producer on the track. You know what I'm saying? She's, you know, you're there. And, and I, and we always mention, you know, the first lady, the five podcast, you know, Tosh, and I wanted to have you on show her about who you were and just thank you for everything that you've done, you know, for in the last four years in building this and helping out with this. And because the show is just as much a part of you as is a part of me. And thank you so much for everything that you've done, babe. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And like, shout out to you for the commitment. What the fuck? 300. We do this shit. 300, 300. And we're not stopping yet. (laughs) Like that is some serious dedication. A lot of people can never say that they've dedicated 300 reps of anything in their life. So like, that's amazing. Like shout out to you for having like the grit and the just drive like that alone is so honorable. So like, I'm very, so proud of you. Like, I'm so happy. Like, honestly, I, I always tell you, I'm like this, like, I'm not shaking. My shit is like, calm when it comes to you with this stuff because it really does feel like it's such a part of like what you're supposed to be doing and and it's only the beginning even though it's 300 300 but it's still only beginning yeah we have we have a ways like be patient you know you got to put those reps in yourself you got to learn everything yourself it's a lot when you do it on your own so but you've been putting in the work so shout out to you you should be really proud of this and you know if you want to get takeout tonight i'll buy so, <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. Like, if you want to do something to celebrate, I got you. You know, and um, no, it's just amazing. Like, you really, you really have something here, and I can't wait to see what happens for you. Well, baby, Amy, I, I pro- as producer, and, yeah, both of us, heck yeah, producer Tosh, he's the producer <laughs> on the track. You know, um, look, it, it is like I say, it's been phenomenal. And who knew? The first time for the a little quick story before we get Tosh out of here, and baby, thank you for your time and being on for a little bit. 
But uh, when we first started dating, I was like, yo, I'm going to take Tosh to a fight, you know, show her what I like and stuff. And we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. We were going to B-Dubs. Oh, man. You want to talk about another one? I was showing it from the grit that my baby has to stay with it and let me keep doing my thing. Oh, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Look, comes in the fight. She sees what was happening. And it, it was one of those first fights. She was like, is it bloody? Ah, not really. Sometimes, but never not like not like that, right? I swear to you, the first minutes that she was in there, this somebody cracked somebody, and they were leaking all over the octagon. Ty told me, "Look, man, I'm waiting the card." It was the beginning yeah. of the card. She waited for me for the next two hours. When I got outside, she's like, "Look, dog, I'm happy that you have this." hard pass <laughs> it's like it's cool i don't have to be a part of it i don't like make. i didn't make you go to all of the comedy shows i ever went to or something for my own work but yeah that was rough and i spent that whole two hours trying not to faint <laughs> but well, look, I, you know i can fuck you, with you've come a long more. way i can fuck you, with yeah. boxing way more yeah, so. and we we watch all the boxing together yeah. and like i said the big mma fights the first lady five podcast watches them with me. She absolutely yeah. does. Baby, thank you for coming on. Love you. Yeah, Thanks love for what I say. And and what like I said, uh, we have to actually have the producer come on a little bit more regularly than we than we do. So we might for have real? to have you come on from time to time. <laughs> it, it can't be another three hundo. But baby, I appreciate <laughs> you. I love you. And uh here's to another three hundred. Yeah, seriously. I love you too. I'm so proud of you. And keep going. You know, we're we're not gonna stop. Not going to stop. All right, guys. Well, look, and real quick, before we get you out of here, baby, tell the people where they can find you. Where can they find the Tosh? Okay. So I guess Instagram or my website is NatashaF.com. My Instagram is my full name, which is very long. So I don't know, but it's at Natasha, N-A-T-A-S-H-A. And my last name is Forozania, which is F-O-R-O-U-Z. A N N I A, or you can just stalk me somehow. I don't know. I'll, I'll be on there. But don't Natasha do that. F- don't you don't you stalk please, her? Okay, please don't actually, do please shit. don't stalk me. <laughs> don't you do that shit, <laughs> baby? Thank you for coming on, Mama. I appreciate you. All right, everybody. The first lady five podcast, Natasha. Thanks, baby. There we go. All right. All right. All right. Um, so happy to get her on. Dude, like I said, she is, we, we talk about her all the time and, uh, it was great to finally get her on three hundo. We got to do it uh, more regularly than that. Uh, but all right, let's rolling right along because we have some stuff to get into some other friends coming on the show. Um, I'm bringing these next two guests on. They're, uh, great friends of mine. I've really, and it's amazing because throughout this journey, I've met some amazing people. And it's crazy that the people that I have met while doing this show have truly started becoming some of my best friends in the world. And I'm so grateful for that. So I'm happy that these two gentlemen are jumping on the show right now. First person I'm bringing on is my brother from another. I am talking about the guru. B-Cam, brother. Welcome to the Fight Pod. Episode three. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Yeah, had to get you on, man. And would not miss it. I, I, dude, I'm so grateful to have you on, man. Um, I, I want to get your thoughts in a moment, 
But before we get you on, I got to bring my other brother on coming on the show today. You know him from the Mystic Hour. You know him from Café con Leche. I am talking about my brother, the Cuban Missile Crisis himself, Nick Marcus, brother. What's up, man? Welcome to episode Damn, three. what an introduction. What a, what a great introduction, man. Let me tell you, you're, you're a great hype, man. Let me tell you, that, what better host to have than Serge Vicente? And what a great honor it is to be here, man, on a 300th episode. I mean, this is amazing. It's great. It's great. It's only my second episode. I mean, I, I feel kind of bad that, you know, we waited 200. I got, I got an episode before uh, Tosh got in, but, you know, <laughs> by the way, I enjoyed those stories so much. I enjoyed those stories. Let me tell you something, because I honestly, like, I, at least <clears throat> I can empathize with, with you guys, because honestly, there's nothing, there's no telling how far you can go with the right uh, person beside you. And I'm just so happy to see you guys, you know, collaborating in this and her supporting you and you supporting her. Obviously, the fantastic uh, graphics that you got going on. Anytime you guys make your post, I mean, it's it's really, it's it's beauty and brains all together. And, and honestly, man, I'm happy for you both. I appreciate you, man. B, my brother, you have hey, been man. with me for hey. fucking two years, bro. Hey, if, if it's one thing that Sergio gonna do, he gonna give you the intro. <laughs> he, gonna, he gonna drop a cold intro for you. Shit, I was gonna say, I wish he, I had him at my wedding. God damn, I, I would have, I would have, you know, definitely had more spunk to my introduction there. I mean, no, I, 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 I'm magic ceremony jobs. You can have Sergio. <laughs> See, let everybody know. That's what it is, man. Y'all need somebody, a hype man before the show. I got you. I'll let y'all know. <laughs> but B, man, brother, I, I also have to thank you, man. Bro, you've been with me for two years. We've been doing this and we met literally doing the show. And we have really formed a friendship and a bond through this. Fam, I talk to you more than I talk to my brother. Like, bullshit you not. Like, we talk, like, every fucking day damn near. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, gentlemen, both of you guys, you guys have both, like I said, have been a part of this journey. And uh, we'll have a couple people possibly trickling in throughout, man, but I'm glad you guys are here. And uh, look, we this is going to be open forum. This is going to be some fun shit talk. We can talk about whatever the fuck you want. We can talk about... Shit, way back in, in the 300 episodes, we could talk about brothers in combat. We could talk about all the wild shit that we've all, we've done together. We can talk all about collaborations. And, gentlemen, we have some fight shit to talk about, too. So, uh, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to throw it to you guys. I'm going to start with B. For yourself, what has the experience been for you in this last few, you know what I'm saying, this last two years and growing with the show? Two years. I mean, what has the experience been? I've definitely gained a friend, a brother in, you know, Sergio and gotten to meet a, a ton of uh, dope ass dudes. Like it's my first time being able to meet Nick, but, you know, anywhere from um, e man. To, to, to Mystic um, to um, what was it, Aldrich. Aldrich, yeah, yeah. Aldrich, so to Aldrich, like, got to meet some some dope people. And I get to do, you know, while Sergio loves this, I love doing this as well. I always say that boxing, what I like doing about the podcast is, like, you know, Sergio is trying to grow it. But, like, even if no one ever listened, like, I would still do this because I can't just go to anybody and talk boxing. Like, it's not like the NBA or the NFL where you can just go to the barbershop and have a conversation with anybody about LeBron James, the Bucks in the finals, the Suns, whatever. It's, it's different. It's a very niche sport with a very niche audience of like hardcore fans. So being able to come here and talk and do what I want to do anyway, I mean, I have a great time. So the two years for me has been a lot of fun. 
and I've definitely grown in my position on the podcast. I've grown in my abilities and my uh, my ability to communicate. So I just have fun. I come here every week, have fun. I'm like in my second city. Um, so are you? <laughs> second city, like so ain't that some shit, bro? We're 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 both in this like our second city since we started this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in like my 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 third spot. My my third spot for you. So. Yeah, it's been a it's been a great great ride. I always say thank you at the end of every episode and, and salute you because I'm so appreciative to be here and that you allow me to be a, a part of this every single week. Whether it's you know chopping it up about you know for me casuals on the on the MMA side or hardcore boxing shit, like I love it. Let's keep doing it. Three hundred. Oh, we will. And then uh, you know let's get paid. Well, we we you let them know. Let them know. Speak that shit into the universe. We are gonna make that shit happen. Uh, Nick, fam. You and I have known each other, and it's funny, I was thinking about it, it's it's literally been like a year and a half, damn near, since we've known each other at this point in time. A little no over shit. a year. That long? Because, dude, because we met right literally at the beginning of the pandemic. It, it was like, not March. Yeah, it was like, it was like, like last June, April, yeah, it was like April, 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 May, last year, where we all met and stuff, and it's been great to have a community of dudes that are just quality individuals that really fuck with fights, because you guys both know, as you both know, you can both speak on this, how you can't talk fighting with everybody, as much as you might want to, you can't. Because you have people out there, dude, I don't know, and I'm gonna ask you, let's get into the shits. Fam, this past weekend, obviously, it was the McGregor, you know, Poirier, UFC 264. And here's the thing. Both of y'all sometimes call yourselves casuals. You're not casuals anymore, gentlemen. You both speak on podcasts about this shit on a consistent basis. Can't be casual anymore. It's just what the fuck it is. That's what we do. We talk about this. So the fact that we're, we're, you know, we're in here, you guys have seen it. I know we all saw the fights this weekend. Let's just jump into it. And, and again... Open forum, barbershop convo. Gentlemen, thoughts, UFC 264 aftermath. Because we've already talked about the fight. We can get into the fights, but the aftermath. Everything's been going on with McGregor and things like that. How do you guys feel he is currently being perceived by the general public at this point in time? And second part of that, do you guys actually believe that he's done? So... Yeah. So number one, how is he being perceived by the general public? I'm not sure if he's being perceived any differently than he was before. I think some of the we keep throwing around this word. Some of the casual fans that were still on his bandwagon. We can definitely throw that word around. Maybe a bit more more convinced right right now where his actual standing is, as opposed to just being a casual fan. Conor McGregor can beat anybody like he can't. He's human. He can lose. And a guy like Justin Poirier, who's in the prime of his career, is just Conor McGregor at this point in time is not going to beat that guy. And I think a lot of the Conor fans had a harsh um, yet very real realization on Saturday night. So I, I, I'm not sure if his, his perception I don't has, know if changed, did. has changed at all. If you liked the, the antics before, I don't know why you jump off the bandwagon now because this is who Conor McGregor has been no matter how nasty or appalling you might feel about his comments. This is just who he's been throughout his career. So if you've been with him, then you probably love that shit. Um, I'm not sure if his perception has has changed anymore aside from people realizing that he's just not that guy anymore. He'll probably still be a draw, but you know, you can have a Adrian Bronner moment. You know, you can watch Adrian Bronner fight, but you're not convinced that he's that guy anymore. And so that's that's just where we're at with Conor McGregor at this point in time. What's the other part of the question? It's outside of perception. I, I, I was saying, do you think he's done? But I, real quick, I, it's so funny. 
Adrian Broner gets talked about on our show so much. (laughs) We bring him up, but you know what? It's funny you say it because it does remind me of the Conor McGregor thing. Win, lose, or draw, people care. And they want to talk about these dudes. You know, so it's wild. Second part of the question, though, was do you think he's done? At least is he done as an elite fighter in the let me let me rephrase that. Is he done in terms of a title contender? As far as how old is McGregor, Serge? 32. Yeah. As far as MMA is concerned, like I think fighters can sometimes find prime in their find a MMA prime in their later years. Like, you know, sometimes MMA fighters can go to 35, 36, 37, and now they're finally pulling pulling a skill set together that they didn't necessarily have earlier in their career. Their wrestling gets a little bit better. Their striking gets a little yeah. better, bit better. Right. And they're just able to put it together a little bit better at this age, even though physically they're not in their prime anymore. And so with right. MMA, right. while it's, it's very easy to say that Connor's done, given the eye test, the fact that, you know, is he going to come back to the sport? Is he going to fight back from this? But I mean, it's MMA. If Conor McGregor wants to dedicate himself to the sport, I don't think he has to be done. And I think he can still find a way to get back to that champion championship level. It's just up to him if he wants to put in that work. And, you know, RIP to the great um, Marv, Marvin Hagler, you know, it, it's hard to work when you got that money in the bank. There was some silk sheets, boys. Yeah, Leave it in them silk sheets, as he said. It is so, Nick. What do you think about it? And you and I discussed this a little bit, you know, on the show, but also, um, you know, via the 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 plethora of text messages all of us text have messages. and all the group chats and yeah, shits. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yo. For, for first of all, people like all of our both group chats. I'm in with you guys. I need a show just of this group. If they knew the 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 quality entertainment. That was in these group chats. Ah, we'd be getting paid. <laughs> Not just quality, but quantity. Because let me tell you, sometimes I'm away from my phone for about maybe 20, uh, 20 minutes to half an hour. And I come back and there's like 24 to 48 messages that I got to catch up on, man. <laughs> and it's, it's exhausting. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, like, it's like a CVS receipt. I, I swear, like, I'm, I feel like I'm never getting to the end of it. But um, you got to catch your yeah, losses no, sometimes. I, I, What's that? <laughs> gotta cut your losses sometimes. Sometimes I just miss it. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it. when I see the amount of things that I have to that I missed or that I have to read, I'm just like, you know what? Uh, uh, I'm gonna tap on this one. I'm just gonna wait for the next one to come out and everything. You know when I know it's bad when I miss it, but all of a sudden I look up and there's like four <clears throat> voice messages in that. I'm like, oh, oh God, shit. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Wait, now I'm I gotta sorry. stop and listen and everything, and it's just like, oh shit, what? Well, it looks yeah, all man. awkward, whatnot. I'm in here like, what? Wait, hold on a second. I gotta hear what this dude said about this nonsense. <laughs> I'm out in public and shit. I gotta, yeah, exactly. You gotta put it, you gotta put it pretty close to your ear because you know you don't want to be that person just blasting your your shit out out, uh, out loud. But um, but I guess to go back to your question, uh, I think there's three people that I don't think he's done in the sense of. But I mean, wh- what was your question? Is he done on a? I say in terms of being wise? championship contender, do you believe he's done? I don't think he is because I feel that so long as McGregor's involved, he's always going to have that opportunity because of the entertainment fact that he brings in. There's three guys that people always want to tune in for and that they haven't had a great record lately. And that's, I feel, Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, uh-huh. and Jorge Masvidal. You know, those are, those are people that are, you know, obviously, recently, they haven't been great with their results, but people are still going to tune in no matter what. So, so long as people tuning in to see those guys, whether they deserve a title shot or not doesn't necessarily determine whether they, they whether they, they will or will not, will not get it. Because, I mean, 
At the same time, Dana's going to want to put together any spectacle to obviously make more money. At the end of the day, he's a businessman. And I mean, who, who's to say that like if, if Connor had beaten uh, Dustin this past weekend, that some people might have felt like, well, you know, why should Connor get a title fight right away with Charles Oliveira? Shouldn't he have to go through maybe some of the other people like Gaethje or, or whatnot before he goes to that? But I mean, most, like I said, uh, there's always going to be, you know, ifs and buts and things like that. But I, I feel like he's always going to be relevant so long as he wants to be. And as far as talent-wise, I think it's just, a, uh, it's just a matter of, I think he just needs to get his mind right. You know, he looks incredibly fit. Um, I, I know that he's 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 never missing weight or anything like that. But there's definitely something there I feel that, like, maybe he's adding some pressure that is unnecessary. Or it could be the silk sheets like you guys were talking about. You know or he's yeah. just not good at 55. Maybe his prime was at 145 and in 2014, 15, and 16 because he's ass at lightweight. But before I, I have another guest coming on, this is another guy I'm, I'm happy to have on at episode 300 because he's somebody whom, again, I met through the show. Somebody who has has been a been, been a dedicated you know fan and listener of the show and ended up being one of my favorite meme buddies and, and I talked to him all the damn time. Dude, I'm trying to bring you on the show and all of a sudden he just disappeared. Well, we popped back up after I was trying to give him this dope-ass intro. He just disappeared. I bring him back on in a second whenever he decides to pop back up. So I take back what I said. Never mind. <laughs> right. uh, wow, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Wait a, wait a minute. Let me see if I can get him. Give me one second, gentlemen. So without further ado, let me bring my brother on. Maddie Fox. Maddie! What up? First of all, <laughs> no one told me we were getting Matt Fox on. on. Like, no one told me that. I, see, that, I didn't tell you surprise. for a reason, bro. That was a, I didn't that tell was you for a reason. <laughs> Matt, Matt is going to have to get his internet right eventually, but that was a big surprise. Fucking episode 300 reveal. That was good. Dang. No, hey, I didn't tell you for a reason. <laughs> Man, hold up, brother. We gotta get you. We gotta get your 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 your, your internet right for a second. Hold on. There you go. You hear me? Hawaii, Hawaii internet, man. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you there, bro? Yeah, we gonna get his. We gonna get his internet right yeah, in a second. Say, did you just say Hawaii? Are we are we countrywide with this show right oh, now? Yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, episode three hundred. Matt lives in Hawaii, bro. He different. Hey, oh, yeah, here we shit. go. Here we we get we getting them all. We we putting another 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 stream up here for him. He's about to pop up in a minute. Don't worry, don't worry. We got him coming up. Don't worry. I, I got him coming up. This show. Yeah, dude. This is this is coast to coast so, and beyond. And beyond. So, <laughs> why, why why you're going over that, Nick? I think you made a good point earlier about MMA fans flocking to fighters who just haven't done that well well as of lately. And as it pertains to UFC, I guess that was two sixty four back on Saturday. You get so many people that are flocking to this guy, Coutinho. And I was like, he got his whole ass beat. Like, Dude, yeah, he's he still up to him. But, followers, uh, over 100,000 followers just from them. He didn't show anything impressive aside from the at fact all. that he's, he can just get beat up. Durable. For, durable. I mean, that, 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 getting hit that like, many Oh, my God, we love this guy. Pretty impressive, too, though. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not saying that, yes, talent-wise, like, you shouldn't be wild or anything like that. You know, but the fact that he was still standing at the end of it, I mean, it. I guess that's just sometimes people are going to tune in for people people like that. Like, you know what, fuck this guy. Like, I mean, there's sometimes people that just want to see 
get beat. I mean, like, so actually one of the most entertaining aspects about, you know, Nate Diaz, like I mentioned uh, before, Nate Diaz is an entertaining fighter, not because of the antics that he brings, but because I think you mentioned this surge in one of the episodes. I don't know if it was the last episode we did or one of them, but if there was no time limit on fights, Nate Diaz, Nate would, be Diaz would be undefeated. <laughs> but, and so maybe that's something that they look, they maybe perhaps see in, I mean, it's a dumb thing to look for, in my opinion, but maybe that's something they see in Moutinho. But like Nate Diaz can give you hope. Like even at the end of the Leon Edwards fight, he clipped Leon Le- Leon Edwards, and you're like, damn, the legend of yeah. Nate Diaz continues. But like there was nothing. A buddy with green hair just got his ass beat for 15 minutes. Stop the fight, right? Got starched. Did, did, got did, starched. Did, oh, did, was that, did he end it? What was that? No, he didn't. Did, uh, Herb, Herb ended it early. Herb okay. ended it with yeah. 20 seconds left or something like that, which I don't understand. That that fight should have ended well, in look, the second round. No, O'Malley, O'Malley opened up. He was starting to pull out those comments. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. O'Malley, like, you can tell. It was like he knew it was like 30 seconds left, and he was just like, I need to get this overdrive. guy out of here. Yeah, he went on overdrive. And, and, and I, I think I mentioned it before on one of the episodes, but what ended up happening was it really reminded me of a boxing stoppage in terms of, a dude is just getting off. Yeah, he's not on the ground, but this dude is just getting off. He's not defending himself. And the ref is just, all right, I've seen enough. It's okay. And to Herb Dean's credit, because everybody wants to kill Herb Dean, right? I, yes, the fight probably should have stopped in, I would say, the second round. When you seen this dude, just nothing was changing. First round, oh, he didn't get knocked down, so maybe. Second round, when it didn't change and he was just getting drubbed, yeah, dog, we got to do something about this. But I'm not mad at him for stopping in the manner he did because here's the thing once we start getting referees starting to think about you know oh i'm gonna let this dude go to the judges or whatever uh he deserves this last 30 seconds well then the referee isn't doing his job anymore mm-hmm. it, it, i always think about it like this meldrick taylor and julio cesar chavez absolutely should have gone to the fucking judges Meldrick taylor would have winning the fight he would have won the fight but in the last 10 seconds the judge the ref decides to stop the fight he stopped it because what was that there there, there was a worse one in the last year i don't remember the guy's names it was literally one second a guy that dominated the fight he stood up and ran the fight yeah it's ridiculous man so the fact that herb dean actually went out there and said you know what I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like, no, I've seen enough, especially when, dude, the angles Sean started catching that man with. The angles and the sharp. And here's the thing. Y'all forget, Sugar Sean O'Malley can crack. He can actually hit hard. And he, yeah. dude, I don't know if you guys, have you guys seen Montano's or Montano's face today? Have you seen him recently? No. It's pretty far. Bro, he looked like Buddy Awesome. Hey, you guys. He looked like Buddy from the Goonies. <laughs> he looked like Tom Cruise, Yo, he uh, looked... Tom Cruise and Vanilla You Yes, he looks terrible. He looks crazy, and I almost feel bad for him. Um, but all that was, I mean, all in all, man, the, the, the event itself was fantastic. Um, and to answer the question that I asked for everybody earlier in terms of McGregor done, yes. Conor McGregor's done. And I'm telling y'all that right now. And here's Title the thing. Is, are we going to see him fight again? Yes, we will see him fight. We'll get the Nate Diaz fight. We'll get some other ones. But in terms of having him fight at the highest level, will he fight at the highest level? Dude, Dana White, if Dustin Poirier is the champion at that point in time, after a year and a half off, the one win since 2016, he will still give this man who does not deserve a title shot a title shot because of what he... And you know what I think about all the time, which is really crazy? 
Conor McGregor fans and these fans are really hanging their hat on 2015 and 2016. That's what they're looking at. Because let's be honest, he hasn't been consistent in MMA in that point in time. And not only has he not been inconsistent in MMA that time, he's been losing. And yes, it's easy for us to go out there and say, yo, but he's losing to the best in the world. He's doing this. Look at how he's losing the fights. You're getting finished. When you get finished, that's when that's a telltale sign of someone is coming to the end of their rope. You can be sitting here get, you know, getting beat. Prime example, Anthony Pettis is getting beat. Anthony Pettis still isn't getting finished. Granted, do I think Conor McGregor is better than, than Anthony Pettis at this point in time in their career? Yes, I do. But even with that being said, is Conor McGregor a top 10 lightweight in the world? No. He's not. Ooh, he's not top 10? No, he's not. I mean, Go through the top stacked. 10 yeah. in that division, and it's terrible matchups all the way. Dude, think about this. Number nine is Gregor Giuseppe, right? What will Gregor do to that man on the ground? Just think about that. He ain't going to entertain any of the striking. He's going to cover up, walk straight in, shoot in, and there's going to be nothing that man can do about it. Islam Makachev destroys Conor McGregor. Makachev is a monster. I'm the dude. Let me ask you a question. Do you, think, do you think that he would even get these guys? Because my, my, my theory is RDA? that he wouldn't even get... RDA any, kills that man. I, but I don't think he'll get anybody in the bottom five of that top ten because if he does lose to one of those people, then it really validates the argument that, like, yo, this guy shouldn't be getting title shots, and obviously that's going to hurt Dana's pocket. So that's uh, so here's the it's, thing: it's, is I'm he curious kinda, to see it, who he fights next if he fights next? Well, if you haven't won a fight, and, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Conor McGregor will never hurt Dana White's pockets. It just, it just are you back, happen. brother? Are you here, bro? Matt, you do we got you? He's like literally on the so. driving. Oh, I hear him. Matt. You hear me? We hear you. We hear, we hear you. Yeah. How you doing, my brother? Hey, thank you for joining Yo, me on the show, man. I know you drive around, some. man. Always a pleasure, bro. Matt, good to see you, bro. I stopped for you guys. Thanks for me. Congrats Uh-oh. on 300 episodes. You that's a that's brother. Beautiful. Well, Look brother, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> some of that good old well, home he, he 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 warned me he had some stuff to do beforehand. So I I appreciate Matt's time, man. I you know we're trying to work it out, man. But I appreciate him coming on. Um, Matt, if you can hear me, I want to I want um get your thoughts on this. We're just talking about McGregor in terms of him being a top 10 guy in the UFC's lightweight division. Do you believe he's a legit top 10 guy? Uh Uh-oh. I think the the mic is muted. Maybe this one. Remove that one. We're going to figure this out eventually. I'm going to get Matt to talk some today. I swear I am. Uh, You... You back? <laughs> hey, check it out. I'm going to do a legit show having Matt come on. We're going to do it when he at the crib with some internet. We're going to bring him on. We'll be. It's going to be so. a good ass time. So. There we go. There we go. I hear you. So real quick, can you hear me? I want to ask you, do you think that uh, McGregor is a top 10 lightweight right now? Uh-oh. 
I'm telling you, man, Hawaii, bro. I realized Hawaii must not have that 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 that, that high quality T-Mobile out there, boy. <laughs> yeah, have you seen it on the map? It's literally in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's crazy how far oh, they are. Shit. No, yeah, no dude. shit. No, dude. It, it, it's um, but dude, I, I'm shitty. I can't get them all, man. I, I really wanted to have Matt on today, but uh, it, it is what it is. It's all good. Um, B, I was trying to surprise you with that one, fam. That was the surprise. I mean, if Matt had good internet, like that would have been legit. Oh, dude, you nah, know what I'm saying? That was unexpected. It does. You know boys. It, 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 yeah, it, I, I gotta get a, good, a, a bigger group chat with you guys. Yeah, throw Matt in the group chat. Let's do this. You shit. got me. You got me. One group All chat with me. What, what about what about everybody else? What about missing them guys? I'm gonna I'm throw, to... throw you. I'm gonna throw you in the group chat with everybody else. I throw Matt in that joint too. It's some good. It's some good conversations in that one, bro. We just go. We just be going off. <laughs> it really is. Trying to talk pipes. Yo, uh, oh, dude, it, it's it's nuts. But no, okay. So let me ask y'all this: Looking at the 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 landscape of uh, of entertainment, we're gonna shift gears slightly. We just saw, uh, you know, I, I even hate to admit that I'm excited about this. Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. Uh, we just heard the the press conference it was out there uh, and went throughout the press conference. You know, people are feeling different ways. I got half the people saying that they feel like, you know, Woodley won. Other people saying that they think that he's going to get washed and Jake Paul looks legit from what y'all have seen. What are your thoughts leading into it? Are you are, are you guys starting to sway one way or another? I've swayed. I fucking swayed. I swayed. Where you at? Where you at? I'm on Jake Paul. I'm with Jake no! Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I swayed. I definitely swayed. Yeah. I mean, Tell like, us why? Why? Tell let us know why. I, I'm tired. I'm a huge Tyron Woodley fan. I've watched his performances in the UFC like over the past few years. He just doesn't throw he isn't active enough so you know i know he in his training boxes a little bit more but just to expect him to you know decide in boxing for exclusively for a few months and then find his prime again i don't necessarily know if that's going to happen i think jake paul probably as you know almost you would imagine gets underestimated a lot but if tyron woodley gets clipped which is very possible is he going to be able to take jake paul's power when have we really seen only time I've ever Jake, seen Tyron Woodley get hurt? Wait, wait, I'm just saying, only time I've ever seen him get hurt from four ounce gloves is versus Vicente Luque, who can crack. All the right. Size matters. Dude, so okay, prime example. I was just had on the show today Clay Collard. Clay Collard, big who fan. is, you know, big fan of Clay Collard. He's amazing. Um, top ranked boxer. He went five for six. In his um, in in twenty twenty boxing, and then he's wrecking shop in the PFL right now as well. Beat Anthony Pettis. He won his last. He won. He did win his last fight. Now he's he's ranked number two. If he wins this one, he fights for the title. He fights for the million dollars, right? Clay Collar said one of the things that he realized in Emma in in boxing, which was hilarious to him. He was like. He was like, dude, and if you guys haven't had an opportunity to check out the episode, it is live right now on YouTube for you guys to check out uh, the Fight Podcast uh, YouTube page. Go ahead, share, subscribe, follow right now. Uh, But he on the episode goes out there and says, he's like, the gloves are so big. And he was like, 
he was like, the boxers can't hurt me with their hands just because how big these gloves are. And it, it just never really affected me in that manner. Now, Clay's a tough fucking dude, right? And, I, and I'll give Clay that. But the, you're right. Size does matter. And those gloves being that much bigger makes it that much more difficult to land any shots. So Tyron Woodley is somebody who always keeps a high guard. You can never really hit. And the only reason he actually got clipped against Vicente Luque is because his UFC career is on the line and he listened to the hype. Now, he might listen to the hype again or he might do what I've always said. To, and, and I've knocked Tyron Woodley, but one thing I've always given him credit for is his high fight IQ. I think he legitimately has fight high, high fight IQ, last fight withstanding. And I think that he'll be able to go out there and dictate the pace of the fight. Because here's my only thing. I've never seen Jake Paul get hit in the face in a real fight. Okay? He hasn't fought anybody that can actually hurt him. Tyron Woodley can actually hurt him. Tyron Woodley also might be a shorter man, but weight-wise, probably walks around the same as Jake Paul, to be very honest with you. I've, I've seen him in person. I've met him. Tyron Woodley walks around like 210. He's huge. You know what I'm saying? So, and then we have to talk about a guy who has been boxing and performing in combat sports at the highest level for 15 years. So for me, it's still hard for me to sit there and look at Jake Paul and say, what happens when you punch this dude in the face with your best shot and he's still there? I haven't seen that from Jake yet. What happens when Jake gets hurt to the body? I haven't seen that yet. So for me, at this point, it's still hard for me to give it to Jake. But I understand why people do. <laughs> I do. I get it. Um, Nick, what you think, man? Because we talked about this. We were going on the chat earlier yeah, about this shit. I mean, I'll tell you what. I haven't jumped on this uh, Paul Brothers train or bandwagon. And, I haven't, and I'll admit, I haven't even seen... And these fights, I don't want to contribute to these fights because I, I, I think it's a mockery of what uh, what they're making of it. But um, but I will say this: I it's not so much my lack of knowledge of Paul as it is my lack of confidence in Woodley. Woodley is one of my all time favorite fighters, and just his last five fights, uh, I, I feel that he's out of his element, and I feel like he might be out of his element too, going straight just to strictly boxing rather than mixed martial arts. And I feel that you know you're going to have some old habits there that are going to perhaps expose you. And I feel that, and I, and I would love to see Tywin Woodley come back and get a win, um, especially against somebody like Jake Paul and everything like that. I mean, I think the world with the whole, you know, MMA community would love to see that. Um, But at the same time, I just feel that he's not himself lately. And I think it's, I I mean, I I just think that he's really taking these losses hard. And I think that he is reading too much into the hype and he's been really active with social media and everything like that. And I feel that, you know, you need to really fix it yourself and being focused with this match because it might not seem like a serious fight. I mean, to, I mean, to me, it certainly doesn't feel like a serious fight, but I mean, it it will have implications as to, and I know that, you know, Tom Woodley is going to be fine. You know, like he does his things with TMZ and and he'll be all right. But, you know, if you do want to perhaps have any, any continuance with with fighting you got to take this seriously and i and i i fear that he might not be Oof, yeah huh. it, it's or, hard yeah, to not, discount not any of that seriously at all but that not he's not he's taking it lighter than he should uh, I, don't yeah, I don't know i've seen him i've seen him in i feel like he's taking it seriously i just oh man i i just 
No, you know what? I'm. I think he's taking it seriously. I, I'm. I'm going to give him that. And I think he's training hard. I think he. I'm sure he has oh, good no training doubt. partners. No doubt he's training hard. He's, he's, what I mean though yeah. is that like, is he is he here thinking that this is going to be like perhaps a walk in the park? Is is he here thinking that this is going to be easier than obviously my last five fights because the last five fights I've been going with are absolutely studs. Of I mean, fighters. it absolutely you know, should be getting, easier. <laughs> right. It, it should be right. But but does he is he. Is he thinking if it too lightly is what I mean. I mean, I know that he's putting in the work physically, but, you know, I'm going to let the guru speak. As, well, you know, go, I, go I, ahead. Yeah, go ahead, guru. And I don't, I don't want to speak so much. I have a question. You asked earlier, yes. what's the perception of Conor McGregor? What Dude, I want to know I is... Where do you... We were about to say the exact same what's shit. The, I what's swear. the perception of, of, of Jake Paul? Because on the surface, he, like, he is a truly, truly controversial character with like multiple sides and more than I've seen with a lot of other characters because he's a pretty hateable guy on the surface but under that he's doing a lot of good things voicing his concerns over fighter pay making yeah. sure guy, making sure a lady like Amanda Serrano gets her, her shine as yep. she absolutely 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 deserves Tyron it Wood- the real Ty- quote okay Tyron Woodley if this is his last fight and he gets slept making Ty- making sure Tyron Woodley gets a payday that's going to set him up for the rest of his life that's still a positive in all of this Jake positive. Paul is having an a positive a positive effect on the on some, maybe someone on boxing, definitely on MMA. So there's two sides to his character. I can understand I, I why you wouldn't that. like him, but I can understand why you know you see what he's doing behind the scenes when he's it's not like a necessary evil almost. Dude, yeah, Jake Paul. That's a perfect way to describe Jake it. Paul has won me over. I'm admitted. I'll say it to everybody right here. He's won me over. He's won me over with his with with his own fighter pay and and the in and the bringing up the conversation. I think is so important. I talked about it with Clay Collar today. I've talked about it with other fighters as well. How fighter pay is important and how people. And here's the thing: it, it is one. It's like the the guys at the top should absolutely be getting paid more than they are. It's ridiculous that this man with only three fights, not even fighting real fighters, is getting millions upon millions of dollars to make these fights. So. Between that and everything he's doing, and here's the thing that I'm realizing with Jake Paul more and more, he's just trolling. It's fun. And and that's where Conor McGregor went wrong, right? When Conor McGregor was dope, he was still having fun. When he turned around and looked at Jeremy Stevens and said, who the fuck is that guy? That shit was hilarious. It was fun. And it was all fun spirited. He all of a sudden changed to like, he, he wanted to be mean or something. He was trying, because... You know who Conor McGregor, Khabib said it best. Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone and versus Dustin last time is the real Conor McGregor. That's who Conor wants to be. Unfortunately for him, he feels as if he needs... he dude, what, what is that Batman line? You see yourself be the, the hero long yeah, enough to turn into... Die a hero, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Dude, he's the villain now. And that's what he did. He bought into the fucking hype and he did it. But here's one thing I want to ask you guys. And, 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 and I thought you were this where you're going with this. But here's the funny thing. When Conor McGregor loses, we say, look at him. He's losing to the best guys in the sport. We, we ain't hating on him. It's he, he's, he's still there, right? He's getting dominated. He's getting finished. It's not close. Tyron Woodley, the same time, is losing to the best guys in the sport. Fucking Kamar Usman, Kobe Covington, Gilbert Burns. Why isn't he getting the same pass? Because here's the thing: at least he's making it to the final bell. Connor's not. 
He's not a draw yeah. like McGregor is. And but, make, okay, make, but, 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 but exactly. But here's and the thing. MMA, I, I make that argument. Yeah. In MMA, right. a lot of times I find that they respect the knockout a lot more. They respect the guy that's going to put it out there. Almost, they respect Tyron's performance against Vicente Luque more than they do against standing do. there against Gil- Gilbert Burns. But Conor McGregor, you, you take you take that aside. Like Conor McGregor is just a draw. He's a captivating yeah. figure in the oh, sport. He, he's the, the greatest be. draw in arguably combat sports history behind Mike Tyson. He's that big of a draw at this point in time, and the pay per view numbers solidify that. You know and what I'm so, saying? He is he's a huge draw. I think to your point, you just look at it and you say, Dana looks at them and said, where can I make the most money, the most bang for my buck? How can I promote the, the fighter alongside of them? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It, it, you're right. You're absolutely correct. It, it, and I just, want to, I just want to bring that up for that, that reason. You know what I mean? Because I, I, it was just one of those when you think about it, he's also losing to the best in the sport. And the same way that and the reason I say it is for the Conor McGregor fans, because you hit it on the head. It's because he's a draw. We have to start looking at his skill set in the exact same way that we look at Tyron Woodley. He's obviously deteriorating to an extent. Call a spade a spade. I, that's that's my only thing. Call a spade a spade with Buddy. And and, and I and I understand. He, here's the thing about Connor also, and I, and I, and I feel I, I've said this before. It's almost like a quarterback in in football, right? He gets way too much credit when they win. He gets way too much blame when they lose. It's the same type of shit like that. He is such a polarizing figure. He is the most overrated and underrated fighter at the exact same time. And it sucks for him that, but he's made himself that polarizing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really, really nuts when you're doing that. Um, gentlemen, uh, before we get to get us out of here, let, let, let's talk about this. We, we have some boxing coming up, um, and I'm not talking about Oscar De La Hoya versus Vitor Belfort. <laughs> <laughs> which is a fight still coming up come on, about four. Come on strings i'm telling you we're gonna talk about four belts so guru i'm gonna give you i'm gonna, I'm gonna let you talk about this for a second because we are talking about one of my favorite fighters we're talking about jamel charlo and this is what i do want to ask i'm gonna throw it to you but at first jamel charlo he's about to fight for the fourth belt he's about to he's trying to be a unified undisputed champion at 154 Two, two. That's a, that's a special number because this is the second undisputed fight of 2021. Undisputed fights, as we all know, because of the way boxing is uh, boxing is with a governing body and fractures the sport. Undisputed fights just are not common. So to have two yeah, in a year really in such close pro- proximity is just a gift to the fans. Now we have a really really exciting matchup this weekend. We have. You know, we're we're fans of the Charlo brothers, the young or the lighter Charlo, Jamel Charlo, the 154 pound champion. He has the let's see what belts does he have right now, Sir John. All of them. He has he has the WBA, WBC, and the IBF IBF? at at the moment. The ones that matter. Brian Castano has the WBO belt. They will be fighting for the undisputed championship and. It's going to look like Jamel is the A side. The promotion, a large part of the promotional power is behind Jamel Charlo. But for me, this is very much so, maybe not a 50 50 fight, but a 60 40 fight in Jamel's favor. I think Brian Castano is a live dog. Brian Castano, a lot of people aren't as familiar with him, but 
he had a draw. He didn't. He did not lose to Arislandi Lara. He had a draw. Draw with Arislandi Lara. He is a decorated amateur, beating guys like hey, well, Jamel Charles is pretty familiar with Errol Spence. He beat Errol Spence. He beat Sergey Derevchenko in the amateurs. He's a very formidable opponent. And my issue with Jamel Jamel Charlo, he's not a fighter without flaws. He's a fighter that's taking the relevant flights, but he does have some flaws. One of his big flaws to myself is that it is activity at times. He has a lot of power and he throws with bad intentions. He doesn't really do a lot of you know, taking power off his punches, like he's throwing with bad, every shot with bad intentions. The other side of that is just a lack of activity at times. And so you can pile up rounds on him just with consistent activity. Guess who's going to do that? Brian. Like Tony Harrison. Exactly. Well, I, I, that's, that's a controversial decision, but Castano, he's a fighter that's going to come, he's going to be in front of you all night. So he'll have a chance to land that power. And I think that's Jamel's advantage in the fight. However, he throws punches and bunches. And he if, if he's consistent and he can take Jamel's power, he'll have an opportunity to, to stack up some rounds. And while I don't think he's gonna he's capable of getting the knockout, I do think he's more than capable of getting a, a stealing a decision here. So Jamel Charlo, as long as he's on his P's and Q's and he takes his opportunities to land that power, because we just know Castano will be there. That's the type of fighter he is, and he doesn't have the height or reach advantage. If he takes his opportunities, he should be good maybe even a late stoppage to get to become the first junior middleweight undisputed champion since oh man oh what is what is the guy's name winky right winky right winky right so we're real quick we i had to i had to put him in here my man matt it says yes conor mcgregor is a top 10 lightweight until his next loss so i, I had to give him a shot like i said we'll get him on next time uh much love to matt matt my brother thank you so much for coming on man we definitely and, and, and being you know just a dope fucking dude i appreciate you my bro matt's dope man yeah but no i think you're right i can't like i said it is a similar thing like i'm i, I we all know i'm i'm we're all big charlo fans here and uh, I, I can't wait for that one that is the biggest fight of the weekend let me ask you guys both this nick i'm gonna ask you on the mma end b i'm gonna ask you on on the boxing end nick i'm gonna start with you okay. excitement what fight coming up are you most excited about Fuck, there's so many. You know, it's actually, I, I'll tell you the reason, uh, one that I'm actually excited for is, and, and it's not one that everybody would be like, oh my God, yeah, that one. It's actually Jerry Cannonier versus Kelvin Gastelum. And the reason why is because I actually might be in Vegas that weekend. So this oh! would actually, yeah, so that would actually, I mean, that weekend, not this weekend, that weekend. So that's the one that I'm actually trying to like, and you know, it's so funny, it'd be my first UFC event ever and everything like that. And, and I'm, just happy, I'm just happy that Do it's it. going to be at a time where, like I said, that we're back to normal. You were not limited yeah. to. Uh, I mean, I'm vaccinated, so I'm I'm chill as fuck. I don't care anymore. Well, so um, don't, don't don't drink yeah, too much. Yeah, exactly. What's that? Don't drink too much. No, no. I mean, I don't really drink anyway. So I I, I honestly wow. like I just want to really absorb it and and and, and just be there yeah, and everything. Yeah. But I mean, but there's there's a lot to uh, to look forward to. I mean, we have uh, a couple of fights that are coming up next. Like, None that are coming to the top of my head for some reason, but like there's just so many. I know Valentina's coming back. I know that uh, Valentina versus Lord Murphy. Valentina yeah. versus anybody. I don't care yeah. who she fights. I'm not interested in Valentina fighting anybody until she either fights a Amanda Nunes again or some dude at flyweight. That's the only people that have an opportunity to beat her. Otherwise, and she scuffs most of the dudes at flyweight too. Probably, even then, she probably scuffed them too. Yeah, exactly. What I was you gonna say whoops that she is. I'm gonna say right. 
one of my all time, like top five favorite fighters of all time, Valentina Shevchenko. She does everything perfectly. Her technique is beautiful to watch. Power in both hands, feet, everything. It's amazing. She's a beast. Um, B, before we get us out here, I'm going over the damn. I don't care if I'm going over an hour. I don't do, do it. it real quick. Do it. I don't care. I'm 300. doing that shit. 300. Talk that shit. I don't care. <laughs> um, B, who do you, what, what, what fight are you most looking forward to on the boxing end? And I'm going to tell y'all what I what fight on both ends I'm looking forward to. Boxing, it's it's difficult. Um, you know, earlier this week, I or maybe it was last week, I probably would have said Fury versus Wilder. Um, I think that's a really, really captivating matchup. Any fight that Wilder's in is just is going to be interesting because he has that one punch ability. And even the thought of Wilder coming back and being able to knock out Fury is crazy. And you know, there are some rumors on, you know. Bob Arum came out, said everybody's vaccinated. Now they're walking it back. Okay, Fury only had, had one shot. Some rumors are going around that maybe Fury wasn't wasn't ready. You know, Fury has these. He, he does has, he look has, like has, a bag of mashed potatoes. He has, he has, he has as, as he has always, but he has an instant. He, he's done this before. body shame, bro. When, body he, shame. He won a won a huge fight against Klitschko. Klitschko never got his rematch. Tyson Tyson Fury pulls out. He spirals. Now he's. Coming back for his, his rematch, he pulled out the, pulled out of the fight. Rumors coming out that your boy, your boy Serge, beat him up in camp. That's a rumor. That that is a strong, strong rumor. But there are rumors. You know what I'm talking about? You talking about my boy uh, uh, Jay, um, the big baby? Yeah, 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 yeah. the real big yeah. baby. Yeah, Dude, can, can you finally give me some respect on my put some respect on my hey, man's name? If that's you've been truth. not putting respect on my man's name, Jared Allen, whatever the hell his name. My man is a Jared beast. Anderson. Jared Anderson. Jared Anderson. I almost call him Jared Allen. Uh, Jared Anderson is a monster, okay? Big Baby is a beast. I've been telling you. And you know what? He's the, the best heavyweight coming out of the U.S. in fucking years. So I would have I said that. Um, I have a super high level of excitement for this week, and I think that's a great matchup stylistically. We, we have an opportunity to see not only an undisputed fight, but a truly classic matchup. Like, it, it should be a treat for fight. fans. Um, yeah. But, I mean... Just personally, I'm just so fucking Canelo heavy at this point. Like, and I don't give a fuck what fight he makes. He has so many options okay. to make. It, 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 if he goes plant, it's an under, un, another undisputed fight. Huge another fight. If he, fight. if he gets wild and goes better be him. If he fights Triple G, if he fights, if he fights Bivol, he can literally do anything he wants. These are all huge matchups that you cannot miss. That you wouldn't say, "Hey, Canelo's ducking" because he, he, I don't think he, he's taking the right fighters at taking the, the right, right fights. time. I mean, he can go anywhere. So Canelo's next fight, he can fight Big Charlo like, if he wants to, which seems to be uh, September eighteenth. That's yep. for me where I'm most excited. What I'm most? Oh wait, 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 wait! I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Go ahead. What's up? No, it's all good. August, August 21st. August 21st. Pacquiao and Ooh, that, that is, that is oh, You took my fight. That Damn it. Why did you? <laughs> that, that's what I'm looking forward to. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm a big Canelo <laughs> fan. All of that is true, but like Pacquiao and Errol Spence, give me that. Give me, inject give that, me that in my veins. That, that's the one for me, okay? For boxing-wise, Give me pack, give me that Pac-Man Spence pack, okay? Give me that injected directly <laughs> into my shit, okay? I Vegas want that. No? Yeah, that's I, dude, that's Vegas. That's it's Vegas. in Vegas. Holy oh shit. Oh my goodness! Hold on, there, gentlemen. 
Wait a minute. I I, oh. I, I, I didn't know I had more guests coming on today. I am shocked. Oh. I am surprised. But here's the mystic one. Brother! The hell we talking about? Over here? What got going on? <laughs> where, where, where you been at? What you got going on over here? The better half of the mystic hour. I am on location. I am working a bare knuckle event this week. So I was doing a bunch of hoopla over here. So it's working, working. Hey, Nick, do me a fa- hey, Nick, real quick, do me a favor. Move to your I, your right, oh. please. Yep, there we go. There we go. Cool. Uh, brother, I, I appreciate you coming on. You know, uh, I know you've been busy with your bare knuckle event and everything. Kudos to you and everything that you've been doing. Had some badass interviews recently as well, bro. Killing the fucking game. Like I said, the game needs them. I see it right there. Uh, fam, I'm going to ask you this, okay? And I asked Nick, and this is what we're asking everybody right now. What fights are you most looking forward to in MMA right now? Coming up, what are you most looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the whole UFC 266 card because that card oh. is beyond stacked. Stacked. From a, from a fight that's happening 17 years later than it first did. And that was the one I was going to say. Dollar, to Jeriso Jir- Rosenstreich going against Curtis Blades. From Valentina going against her maybe toughest challenge, Lauren Murphy. Who knows what's going to happen there? It's going to be the toughest in that weight division. I don't know. And then, of course. The toughest have- in that weight division is Uriah Faber. We all know it. <laughs> <laughs> that's her toughest challenge today. Give her Davidson Figueroa. Give her Davidson. I don't know. There's so many things on that card. I'm looking forward to that whole entire card. But honestly, I'm looking forward to Woodley against uh, Jake Paul. I'm going to be completely honest here. I'm very, I'm very, very interested in that. Very. So check it out. You you missed it. We absolutely spent like 20 minutes talking about that fight. And, and then we're going to jump back into it. it because he... I, dude, I, I, begrudgingly so. I'm, I'm excited. Like, I even had to apologize to y'all. Gentlemen, I'm excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> B, has, B has switched sides on us. My man oh, yeah, right here, the guru, is picking Jake Paul. Mystic. It, 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 is he on to something? He's on to something, and he's doing a lot of stuff for for both sports to be completely honest and i'm not upset at it he's he's proven some stuff i know against not you know high quality people but we're gonna get to see it big time uh when he goes against uh, tyron Woodley. it's gonna be very interesting it's gonna be a real fight for him man it's gonna be a real fight and i'm look you just got just disappeared off the camera yeah, uh <laughs> he had a jump oh okay well here let's do this just in case just when he comes back we'll bring him back uh but uh i i feel the same way and it's so interesting about that fight because, dude, I have become a, 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 a fan of Jake Paul. What he's been able to do and the way he's talked to promoted himself, the way he's been able to talk about fire pay and the way he's put his money where his mouth is and is really doing like giving cash to, you know, to, to fighters. I thought that the damn the Connor piece was cringy. I didn't like it. I didn't like that he did that. I was like, you still wearing a necklace of somebody. So he does still cringe shit. But the fact that he gave it to Dustin and now Dustin is taking that 100 racks and put it. Yo, real quick. Was Connor supposed to give Dustin $100,000 before? He was was that what to- that was? It was supposed to be 500. 
No, he did, he was supposed to give him five hundred thousand dollars, but five hundred thousand dollars another foundation in yeah Dustin. the Boys and Girls Club in, yeah, it, down there. Yeah, he yeah. still did it in the city, but just not Dustin, obviously for a specific reason. Right, right. And so, but but I, th- I think it's interesting that that now that counterpiece is is going to be auctioned off for at least hundred thousand uh, dollars, which is amazing. He's still going to charity. He's still going to a good thing. So salute to them for all that shit. So he's doing some good shit, and it's it's begrudgingly so. I'm excited about it, but look. I got my MMA guys here, so I'm going to ask this one. Did, have y'all seen Rampage about to fight Shannon Briggs? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Rampage has, been one, Rampage has been one in the box for a very long time. Even when he was champion, he always talked about, I want to get in there. I want to box. I want to box. I'm tired of all these wrestlers. I'm tired of all these wrestlers. I want to box. I want to throw these hands. Listen, all these guys are getting to do this shit. Why not let Rampage get into it with Shannon Briggs? And Shannon's been talking his mouth off for the longest time he's going to box this person fight this person and he hasn't done it i want to see it no yeah i i i want to see it i was just watching they had an ig live together dog pure comedy pure comedy them dudes need to podcast together i swear after they fight each other i want a podcast the rampage and the champ okay like that's what i want like it, it, it would be incredible Rampage, Janet Briggs, I just named y'all show. Get at me. I got this, okay? <laughs> Rampage and the champ. It'd be amazing. Let's but go, champ. Let's go, champ. But there's so many interesting fights now, and I was so against these crossover fights until all of a sudden, look, it, there, there is a legitimate lane for it. And, and I want to get y'all thoughts out of the, the, the ones coming up. Let's rank them before we get out of here. Let's rank them in, in, in order. We have, obviously, Jake Paul and, and Woodley. But we also have we got Del Hoya versus Vitor. We have um, Rampage and and, uh, and Shannon Briggs. Are there any other ones out there that we should be kind of paying attention to, or is that it right now? Not that uh, I know. I do. I do like the Vitor against. Um, I do too. Oscar De La Hoya for sure. I like but that fight too. It's, take, it's taken forever. That's taken such a long time, and I only, I only like that fight. Politics of boxing, bro. I feel like Vitor can go in there and and you know give MMA a point for for freaking one time. But um, you know what? Anderson Silva did that already. Oh, uh, Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, he did. Forgetting about that, I want to see Anderson Silva against Roy Jones Jr. That's what I want to see. You know what? With, I would have no, argued that point at one point in time. Not anymore. I want to see that fight. No gentleman's agreement either. No exhibition. Hit, nope. hit into the face. Straight up boxing. Ten rounds. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think that would be amazing to see. And, dog, we're starting to get a lane with these dudes. It's so fucking dope to see. I'm loving every aspect of it. And uh, it's super dope. Real quick, before we get us out of here, um, Darnell, bro, let me know. Let us know about this uh, bare knuckle event, man. Hey, BYB Bare Knuckle is live Friday at the Hard Rock Live. Get your tickets. They're still available. We got a good card, good good main card. We got former UFC fighter Wallel Watson on the card, as well as Aaron sure. Tohill. There's a lot of people on that card. It's going to be fun. If you guys want to check that out, uh, I, the link, I forgot. There's a link for it. I'll put it, I'll put it somewhere on my page, but okay. you might see me. You might not, but just know. I'm putting that shit together. I'm making sure those fighters get out there healthy. And Serge, of course, want to tell you congratulations. 300 on the show. Made it to 300. Hopefully one day I can get to that number. That is a far, <laughs> far behind me. But, hey, you made it, brother. Congrats on that. I hope to 1,000 more shows. Absolutely. Well, dude, thank you. And like I said, like I told Nick and like I said at the beginning of the show, um, I, I want to thank you. I want to thank, you know, all of you guys. It's amazing how we... 
we none of us have met in person, but you guys are some of my best friends in the world. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've been able to really grow friendships throughout this and have amazing conversations and meet amazing people, you know, in this. You guys have both been a part of my journey. And um, and I know we will all continue to be a part of each other's journey here going forward. I want to thank you both so much for, for being a part of this with me. And it, it has just been so fun getting to know you guys and, and just have doing this shit together. It, it's been amazing. Yes, thank hey. you guys, man. Yeah, I already know, man. We always here. We always here, What's baby. No yes, sir. It's well, check fun. it out. Super fun. Check it out. Yeah. That, that that's about all the time we're gonna do for the day, man. Because it's been a fucking blast. Everybody who's joined the show today, the first lady of Fire Pod, Tosh. Thank you for coming on, Tosh. Dude, Tosh is on the show today, bro. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Sir. <laughs> Yo, she was on the show today. You know, so she kicked it off. We had Tosh. You know, we had to make it special. Uh, huh? You know what I'm saying? Our, our boy, Matty Fox, B-Cam, the guru, Nick, you know, mystic gentlemen. Everybody, thank you so much. Here's the 300. Here's the 300 more. We'll see y'all next time right here on The Fight Podcast.